Welcome to the Top 10 Garden Show with Ken Lane. Listen to Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts guaranteed to make your gardens more beautiful than ever this year. Now welcome your host, Ken Lane. Now for those of you that are tuned in to the Apple or Spotify podcast, you know, this is video, This you get the video presentation of this. So you see me in my studio. Yeah, you see my office and my office at the garden center. And I'm overlooking some corrals. I've got this beautiful layer of wildflowers outside my window. I look at, watch butterflies, hummingbirds. I've just cut those back. And so I'm getting them ready for spring. And now, if you see me looking off camera, I'm looking out my window in my office, and there's a pair, husband-wife team, of roadrunners back there. They are loving that I cut back the uh, wildflowers, and you can see them hunting back in between all the the cuttings and stuff. I just kind of, I've got them up on the fence. I mean, just it's fun to watch them. So roadrunners are a magical thing in Arizona. It's what we're kind of famous for. And they're pretty common. We see them all the time. You see roadrunners, especially up here all the time. Kilo monsters are the other ones. So, you know, scorpions we hear all the time. That's more of a desert thing. And who wants to see a scorpion? Come on. They're pretty cool. A horny toads. Uh, we were that's another one we're famous for, and we have a lot of those. Uh, not, not as many as I'd like, because those I like to grab those with the grandkids. They're always mesmerized going, oh, this funky little lizard, and you're willing to pick him up, talk, let me pet him, turn it over, have him sleep while I rub his belly. Uh, and we found a, uh, we rented a house up in Durango last summer, and the horny toads were thick up there. The grandkids were, they were in the hunt. Pop up. There's another one over here. Get over here. Pick him up yourself, son. He's they're not gonna bite you. So you kind of trade him <laughs> anyway. Okay, where was I going? If you see me looking off camera, because I'm looking at my pair of roadrunners back there. So it's kind of fun. Uh preparing soil. I am getting my garden soils ready for next spring. So I, I'm I'm actively putting manures, mulch, compost, some fertilizer on there. I'm getting the soil ready. And so the last year's vegetable gardens have been pulled out. They're just exposed. They've been out, well, for a month and a half, two months, for a long time. Now I'm getting the actual soils ready. And here's the ideal thing for you folks tuned in. If you're hardcore gardeners, whether it's flowers or vegetables, if you've got raised beds or garden areas where you like to garden for those things, you need to think ahead about six, eight weeks before you start planting, especially if you're going to add some real nutrients like manure. Manure is just such good stuff uh, that for, for gardens. Plants just live on. They, they love that, but they tend to be hot, so they're very high in uh, nitrogen. That's nitrogen. That's, remember, nitrogen, phosphorus, potash. That first number is nitrogen. That's what cr creates kind of new, luscious leaves, big, fast growth. Tomatoes love it. Corn needs it. Fast-growing plants, you know, dahlias love, will grow bigger, better, especially dinner plates. Uh, your petun geraniums love manures in the, in the gardens, but they don't like it right before I'm planting. You really do want to get this on now let it rest, settle, put it on now, pray for snow. Let it just kind of even everything out, kind of get it all percolating in there. And you turn the soil over and then start planting just like that. And so I'm actively putting those things in. Here's what the book says. So you put a three inch layer 
of composted material on top of the garden soil tilled down to one shovel's depth or one rotor tiller or however you're measuring one disc if you're big gardens. But ideally the plants used up that organic material you gave it last year, you're gonna to need to replenish that. And this is something that you're going to do every single winter. You need to add some freshness to that. Now, here's a mistake, a rookie move. I've made it myself when I was a new gardener. I see a lot of new folks coming in. You know, the internet is crazy. I don't know why. Stop looking on that Google machine. It's just, it dumbfounds you. Get you the wrong information. Uh, they're telling you to, to add sticks, logs underneath your, your soil at fresh leaves. Never add fresh, uncomposted material into your soil. It robs nitrogen from your plant's roots. It actually stunts the growth next spring. You only want to introduce composted material into your soil. Please, for the love of gardening, do not put fresh manure into your gardens. It's teeming with nasty stuff. And then it introduces grubs and all kinds of crazy, crazy wormy kind of things that eat the roots of your plants. Totally, I've seen so many mistakes. You wanna compost these things first off to the side, let it heat up, let it, let it compost down. So compost pile will actually shrink as it composts. So the nutrients kind of the humic acids and the, the all the beneficial stuff that's there kind of increases as the, as the mycorrhizal, the fungi break this material down. When it's down to its last core, you get like humic acid and nitrogens and phosphorus and all this rich stuff the plants love. They, you don't want to compost this stuff in the soil, in your gardens uh, directly, or it just totally messes up. It'll mess with you. You just, you go, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. They grew so well last year. No, they're not growing. It's because the plants are, they're it's composting there in the ground. So I'm adding composted manure, about an inch, another inch, maybe inch and a half, another inch and a half of just water's premium mulch. I'm adding um, my own material. So if I, I know what's in it. I'm happy with it. It's all organic. I know what I'm introducing. And I know that it's going to grow. It's not going to keep breaking down. But I'm trying to put that kind of generous layer of manure on top of the soil so it has time to kind of percolate and, and mitigate some of the nitrogen. That way, when I start putting my potatoes in, when I start putting in those, those root crops, you know, rhubarbs and uh, radishes and onions and garlics, all the stuff you start real early in spring, it's not going to burn those. It's not going to taint them. And so start now. I'm also adding, while I'm doing that, I'm adding some fertilizer, especially phosphorus. So I'm adding superphosphate, 0180. Uh, usually, usually I'm putting the fertilizer down first and I'm putting my, I've got a tomato and vegetable food. So it's, I put that down and then I'm putting my, my, my organic kind of composted material, for, uh, the compost, the manures on top of that. And then I'm just letting it set there. I'm going to let let it sit there for a month, month and a half. And then I'm going to turn it under, usually at the beginning of February, somewhere in there. I got some time. I'll kind of turn it, kind of get it ready. Uh, and then usually by the end of February, I'm starting to plant. I mean, you can put lettuce. You can put spinach. You can put all those leafy broccoli, cauliflower, all those early spring things, especially at the Prescott layer and, and lower. You folks over in Cottonwood, Camp Verde, a Sedona, you could probably cheat it even a little, little further. 
And so, but I'm, I'm thinking ahead. Always think a season ahead if you're revitalizing your, your containers. Really what I'm doing for, for, for me, I grow a lot of container things. So you really want some freshness in those containers. If you grew some big plants in that pot last year, I'm taking that top layer of potting soil. Is there you're not adding manure into pots. That's just too rich. You want more potting soil than that. But I'm trying to add fresh potting soil. I'll take the first foot or so, eight to eight inch to 12 inch, and I'm taking that out and I'll add that to my raised beds, the big garden areas. So I'll just go, eh, a little bit of that makes no real difference over there, but I need some fresh potting soil here. And then I'll take a bag of fresh waters, potting soil, that's her growers mix. And I'll top off that container. So I'm trying to transition the soils as I'm, as I'm growing. So this year I'm growing it fresh in my containers. And next year I'll take that top layer, add it to my my raised beds or out there in the garden, you know, landscape gardens out there. And then I'll add some freshness. And so then I'll add manures to my big raised beds, the bigger areas. And that seems to make a, a real difference. So if you struggled with consistency, they plant, they grew good this year and then next year they didn't so much. It's probably because of the materials that you're adding into the soil. It's either detrimenting, it's, it's, it can hinder you or it can really help. And so adding a three inch layer of organic matter and let it sit there for six, eight weeks, and then go ahead and plant. It's going to be a game changer in your gardens. At least that's, my name's Ken. We're just friends talking over the airwaves. It really works for me in my gardens. I think it will for you too. Be right back with more after this. My living room feels so empty. Now that the Christmas tree is gone, the house just seems so blah. Brighten it up with a big, bold, beautiful plant from Waters Garden Center. Fill that cavernous space with tall tropicals, colossal cactus, and sizable succulents that bring the great outdoors indoors. Make a gorgeous green space you can enjoy all year, not just for a season. Unique, exclusive, one-of-a-kind houseplants found only at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. You're listening to garden expert, Ken Lane. He can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 10 Garden Show. 